Hey, it's Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. That's from our TV special. Also called Enduring Hope. And if you haven't seen it yet, you can go watch it right now at scottmcintyre.com slash enduringhope or click the link in the podcast show details. That hymn, It Is Well, is one of my favorites of all time, and it really speaks to the core of why we can have enduring hope no matter what trials we face in life. Now, a lot of people know that this hymn was penned by Horatio G. Spafford in the midst of an unimaginably tragic time in his life. In 1873, his wife and four daughters departed for Europe on a boat crossing the Atlantic, and he planned to follow behind soon after. But just days into their journey, the ship carrying his family collided with another ship, and almost instantly his four children were drowned, his wife alone among the surviving passengers. Out of that place, Spafford was able to write the hymn we know and love, It Is Well With My Soul. I think we've all experienced at least some sense of sorrows rolling over us like sea billows. But it's the line after that that's so powerful. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. That's a tough lesson to learn. I can think of some very real, very scary moments we've faced together. Not many people know this, but when Scott was going through kidney failure for the second time, we had a different anonymous donor who had offered their kidney to him. We were pretty much set for the transplant and then we got a really hard phone call. The hospital called us and told us that the previous day, the donor had actually decided to give to someone else. That was a really hard piece of news to process. The social worker went on to say that there had been a missing link in a living kidney donor chain where different family members who couldn't donate to their own loved ones could give to someone else in need, and that person's family member could donate to the original family's loved one reciprocally. These chains get pretty large sometimes, and apparently because this person chose to donate to someone else rather than me, there were nine other people's lives saved as a result. Of course, it was inspiring to hear of this person's selfless gift that helped so many people, but it threw us back into uncertainty while we waited for God's plan for us to unfold. So it really comes down to a matter of will. Will we choose to trust that God is in control of our lives and our circumstances? Will I surrender my own sense of what I think is right or best and allow the Lord to have his way in every situation? We need God in his mercy to tip the scales from fear to faith, from doubt to belief, from uncertainty to holding tight to truth. There's a wonderful faith-building narrative recorded in John 11. When Jesus arrives at the home of Mary and Martha, their brother Lazarus had already been in a tomb four days. In verse 21, Martha says to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. 
Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Spiritually, we were dead, but now we live because of Christ. And we look forward to being with Jesus forever in heaven. Here in the present, we face all sorts of situations that have the potential to disrupt our peace of mind. But none of these things are surprising to God. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18, Paul writes these words of encouragement. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. It's this refocusing on eternity that underpins our hope when times get tough. Horatio Spafford clearly held this conviction when he wrote it as well, and we can make the choice to join him in believing that God has amazing things in store for his children, far beyond what we can imagine. There will be moments in all of our lives when we will lose something or someone we love. But just like Spafford, by God's grace, we can learn to hold on to these blessings with an open hand and trust that no matter how difficult our lives get on the outside, because of Jesus, it can be truly well with our souls. have a question, you need prayer, or you need help taking the next step in your spiritual journey, reach out to us on scottmcadair.com. We would love to hear from you.